Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Coffee with Kelly. This is our 10th episode. And today I have with me David Ellis, who is with Ian Vincent and Associates. They are an environmental company. Um, David has a Bachelor of Science in Wildlife Ecology. Ecology. Um, I thought that he would be really good to interview and talk to about some of the things that we have to be concerned on, on vacant lots and building in the state of Florida. So, David, my first question for you is when should someone hire you? So a majority of the work we do is people hiring us before they purchase a lot. When they go to look at it, we mm -hmm. conduct a, a due diligence service. Basically, we call it a, a development suitability analysis, mm -hmm. where we go out to the lot and survey it. You know, mostly these quarter acre lots that single family homeowners are, are looking to buy. But we also do these for large scale developments, hundreds of acres. Um, so essentially we're going out there, we're mapping all the habitats on the property to um, create a, a map of it. And that way you can know whether there's protected habitats on there like wetlands, um, mm -hmm. certain municipalities protect upland habitats like scrub and mesic hammock um, in Sarasota County. And then we're also looking for any sign of listed species that could be an issue for development. Most commonly, gopher tortoises, scrub jays, um, if you're in Cape Coral, burrowing owls, mm -hmm. um, eagle nests. And then we present a report about what we found. Um, you know, you're all clear, there's no protected habitats, there's no listed species, or yes, we found four gopher tortoise burrows, you know, three of them look good. We think there's maybe two or three tortoises on here. This is what it would cost to permit and relocate those tortoises. And that way, uh, uh, you know, a potential property buyer can make an informed decision about how much it's going to cost to to develop it. Would it benefit the listing agent to get a hold of you first and have that already done? Certainly. I mean, <laughs> You know, with with these reports, it's my understanding that, like, you know, if we found tortoises on there and then the listing agent or the owner was now aware that there's tortoises, then you would be required to disclose that. Yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah. You know, maybe not. Maybe it's like, see no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> um, obviously, yes, it would, it's always a good idea to have someone go out and, and look at your lot so that you know what you have, um, you know. There's a lot of out-of-state people that have no idea right. of what? these things, you right. know, and it's heartbreaking sometimes when these people get sold swampland in Florida. We deal with it all the time where people say, oh, I got this beautiful, uh -huh. I got three acres out in Punta Gorda, and then we look at it on an aerial map and we're like, yeah, you bought 2.8 acres of wetland with maybe a little tiny bit of upland. and." Uh-huh. Um, you know, that doesn't mean you can't develop it, but it would cost you so much You're money. You're going to have to that, fill that in. And yeah, that, well, you it would, have it would to. cost you way more than the lot is worth. Right. Um, so, yes, it's a good idea to, to go out there and have, have somebody look at it. So now I want to ask you about scrub jays. That is mm -hmm. a topic that I've talked to one person, and they think it's one thing. I've talked to another person, and they're like, oh, no, 
you can, you know, one person thinks you can't build on it. They have to relocate the scrub jays. You pay a fee for it. And she's like, and how do you know that that scrub jay is not flying back into that area? <laughs> and then someone else said, no, you can build on the lot, but you ha can't build during their nesting season. So yes. what is it? So there's, yeah, there's always a lot of misinformation, um, you know, with a lot of the stuff that we do. The answer to scrub jay permitting is, is a little complicated. Um, so you have local, state, and federal government that regulates what you do, and local municipalities can have their own rules, county by county or city by city, and then the state has their own rules and the federal government. Now, with, with listed species, we have the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, which has their own list of you know threatened and endangered species that they protect. Um, they go for tortoise being on that list. Now that the tortoise is not protected under the federal Endangered Species Act, um, other than a small population in, in Alabama. Mm -hmm. The Florida scrub jay is a federally listed species, so it's on the, the Federal Endangered Species Act. Okay. And that means it's regulated by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Okay. So you have to deal with them. Um, and. <laughs> it, it's a lot of government. So. Yes. So. Who. 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 So say you've got local government that says, okay, you have to do X, Y, Z, but the state says, no, you can do this, 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 and then the federal, who who trumps who? Uh, Good question. So, the, <laughs> you know, the way that it works, the, the lower you go down yeah. into the municipality, it, it cannot um, hold up a permit okay. for the state. Um, so hopefully that answers your question. But to get back to the scrub jay, yeah, to scrub answer jays, your yeah. scrub jay question. Yes, yes. So since it's a federally listed species, you need to get an incidental take permit in order to have a taking of the species, meaning you're, you're destroying its habitat or its nest or you know harassing it off of a property in order to develop a property. Um, you know, one of the big misconceptions I think people mm -hmm. have a lot of times when mm -hmm. we're going to dig tortoises people say there's tortoises on that property you can't build there right. so the government can't take your property right uh, there are rules in place right that you can't do certain things but they can't say no you can't build there it's just you have to go through proper permitting processes and pay mitigation to develop your property. I mean, there are certain scenarios where mm -hmm. it would be, no, you can't, but that's very rare. So uh, with a, listed species, yeah. they're not saying that. It just costs you money. So you have to get an incidental take permit to impact that lot that is in scrub jay habitat. Now, okay. So do they remove them or do they let them stay there? No, you, you, you let them breed and then once breeding season is over then you, then, can build. then you can build so but the problem is individual lots right it takes like a year to get a response from the u.s fish and wildlife service uh, okay. and is going to cost you uh between thirty forty thousand dollars for a single lot 
So what Charlotte County did and a few other counties in the state of Florida did was create a Habitat Conservation Plan or an HCP. Okay. Um, you know, about a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, more than that now. They started it. Um, which essentially created one ITP, one incidental take permit for the entire county. Okay. So instead of each individual homeowner having to um, get a consultant out and go to the property and survey it for J's and say, yes, there's J's here, or no, there aren't any J's, and request a release letter, they did it for the entire county. Now, what that meant was you did a survey countywide, located all the scrub J families Mm -hmm. and they created that map that all the realtors are familiar with that says you're a scrub jay lot and you're not now there's a lot of pluses and minuses with this hcp it certainly made things a lot easier from a permitting standpoint um but it's static it was a snapshot in time of here are where the jays are right now and that's the best that you can do is here's where they were um, so here's where the map is going to show that these are the J lots. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there are J's that are not on J lots right now. They're mm-hmm. you know in those areas because they're going to move. They're going to move. So basically, what that HCP did was say, here is the amount of space that those J families are taking up in the county. Okay. Here's what we are comfortable with uh, impacting that habitat and that species. Uh huh. Here's the areas of undeveloped Charlotte County that you are going to purchase and maintain for habitat for that species. And so then we came up with, um, not we, the, you know, the county came up and with. the Fish and Wildlife came up with, here's what it's going to cost. So now the homeowner pays a, a blanket fee mm-hmm. um, to impact that J habitat, and that goes to the conservation of habitat off-site in Charlotte County to preserve So that's just the filling up that coffer there for the environmental studies for Charlotte County? For habitat for conservation and, and preservation okay. um, to ensure that the jade remains in, in the county. Do they, now you said, you know, about a decade ago they did this study? Yeah. Do they update it at all? So no, that's that's what I mean. It's a static, static thing. It had to be when you got the permit. Here's where it was. Yeah. We're agreeing that yeah. this this is what it is. Um, so they might not even be there anymore. No, and and they're not on a lot of them. It's mm-hmm. not. And it. So scrub jays are are kind of an interesting bird. They're a social, uh, family bird. Like they, you know, the the young of the year stay in the next generation and help mm-hmm. raise the next generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, of babies so they have these little groups clusters mm-hmm. um, and they move around a little bit so right. just but because that says it's a scrub jay lot doesn't mean that they're nesting on there but their home range is within that you know they're feeding and, and mating so so you can build on a scrub jay lot you have to yes. pay for this permit yes and you you cannot clear during nesting season and you can't clear yes. during this so right so march to july you can't be doing, okay. doing your groundwork yes okay to allow them to nest and then then you can clear my next question has to do with turtles mm-hmm. that's kind of a hot ticket um, <laughs> yeah. now i've heard that um, you can build on a lot if there is a turtle nest but you have to be a certain distance from the nest is that true yes and when you say nest you're referring to the tortoise burrow the burrow yes. which 
occasionally they use to dig a nest and, and lay their eggs in the uh-huh. apron of that burrow. But yes, it's it's the tortoise burrow. And it's the actual burrow that is uh, protected, not, not only the animal itself, but their burrows are protected because they're um, so important to the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to answer that question, yes, you can build on a lot with the tortoise burrow if you can avoid that burrow by 25 feet 25 feet you can can build on it without you don't need a permit if you can avoid disturbing the habitat in the area around that by 25 feet Um, and how yeah and and you may not know this but i mean i'm thinking okay i'm building a house so it's 25 feet from where your foundation is from any disturbance. Yeah, so if disturbance. you want a lawn, you want to grade it, you want to use machinery, you want to do anything, then yeah. Oh, okay. It has to be 25 feet, nothing around it. Which, okay, so you can't so have to leave it. So if you have a tortoise burrow on a quarter acre, you know, 120 by 80, typical lot, like you're probably not going to be able to avoid it by 25 feet. And you're going to have to have them removed. Yeah, you're going to have to get a permit and so, move, move the tortoise. As someone had said to me that there's only certain lots that you can relocate the turtles to, and they're limited to how many turtles can be on that lot. Is that true? <laughs> so there's essentially two types of relocation for tortoises. Okay. Um, and they are what they sound like. It's on-site and off-site. Mm-hmm. On-site relocation requires that you have 10 or fewer burrows uh, on the property, typically. Uh, okay. So, which most of these single-family lots are less than 10. Okay. Um, although we did have one in Cape Coral, which was our record, that had 61 or 62 burrows on it um, for a number of reasons. Uh, but if you have less than 10 tortoise burrows and you have enough space and proper habitat on the property, you can apply for an on-site relocation permit. And if it's approved, then you can keep them on the property. Now, what that means is you're saying, here's my property. I'm not doing anything in this back. It has to be a minimum of 700 square feet, but it really should be more than that, um, typically. And 25 feet away from my building. Yeah, it's got to be an additional buffer off of that. Um, but you have to maintain that habitat in the back. And then what you do is we, you fence off the entire rest of the property that you're going to be clearing, grading, building uh-huh. a house on. We dig the tortoises up uh-huh. out of the ground and then put them in that recipient area. And then you maintain that as habitat for the tortoises. Uh-huh. Now, a lot of the times there's not adequate habitat in the back. There's... Um, not enough space with the with the um, site plan, and so then you have to take the tortoises off-site to a recipient site, okay. which is essentially these mitigation banks, um, okay. mostly in the center of the state, very large ranch lands that uh, people have put conservation easements on, and uh, okay. the tortoises go there for okay. forever. So let's say you're able to build and keep the tortoise in its locate in its burrow you've met the criteria you've got the 700 feet for buffer and everything what happens if that tur- tortoise picks up and starts to burrow closer to the house once you've built does it matter 
No, then that's your that's just, your yard tortoise. That's your pet tortoise. Now, that's if, your new if, pet. It, if the tortoise, yeah, and I, I wish I had one in my yard. You know, I yeah. get people saying that all the time. I'm like, that's awesome. You have a tortoise in your tortoise yard. You should in your yard, enjoy yeah. him. Um, now, if it burrows under your foundation or your pool screen or yeah. under your air conditioner, you can uh, get a permit to move that, a, a burrow or structure relocation permit. Um, you know, but again, I, I've seen them do that. Yeah. I've never seen any foundation crack because of that, mm -hmm. but some people mm -hmm. are nervous of it or mm -hmm. just don't like it next to their or house. Or they're just they're, uneducated. They, you can do that. They're just uneducated. Um, yeah. And that's what I want um, to do here is educate yeah. people on, you know, what are these species mm -hmm. and what do we need to do? Mm -hmm. So um, what are some of the other species that are on the list for the state of Florida? Are the panthers? Panthers, yeah. Panthers are federally and state, state listed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want me to go go through all the yeah. listed <laughs> species? So, you know, for, for your... For your purposes, you know, the ones that we most often encounter, obviously, are gopher tortoises. Yes, um, yes. Then the scrub jay. Yes. Eagle nests. Oh, yeah. They have buffer around them since um, they're no longer on the endangered species list, but they're, they're still protected by the bald and golden eagle protection act. So uh -huh. they have a, a 300 and 600 foot buffer around those nests. And if you go to Cape Coral, it's 1,100 feet. Well, um, and Cape Coral has the burrowing owls. And yeah, burrowing owls in Cape Coral are another species that we work with regularly. Um, if you're doing marine work, docks and stuff, you can run into manatees or the small oh, yeah, toothed sawfish. Um, wow. Those, those are the main ones <laughs> that, the main that ones. we deal yeah. with, but there are quite a few other state listed mm -hmm. species. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have to relocate the turtles, mm -hmm. what is the cost for this permit to do this? So it depends on your project. Obviously, if you most of the jobs that we're talking about here, single family homes mm -hmm. are going to uh, end up being that 10 or fewer boroughs permit, right. uh, which is 200 and Thirty-five or two hundred forty dollars now. Oh, that's not bad. That's the state fee. Yeah. To the state, um, and then our fees are—it's a flat fee whether you're going on site or off site. Um, you know, we charge twelve hundred to do the go out and do the survey, collect mm -hmm. the habitat information, mm -hmm. photos, create an account for you in the state database, mm -hmm. and submit the permit on your behalf. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when we go out to dig the tortoises, we have to use a backhoe. A lot of people don't realize this. They're like, oh, you just dig them up, right? No, you got They gotta... can dig. My record is 30 feet down oh, and do. almost 50 feet long in the center of the state where the soil wow. is, is much deeper and the, yeah. the sand goes, goes very deep. Here in southwest Florida, the, the water table is higher. Usually yeah. when they hit water, they stop or rocks. Um, but even like some of these berms in Northport that are next to the canals, like yeah. that are up high, you know, they'll go down 20 feet. Wow. So we need a machine to do that. We dig them with, with a backhoe and a, uh, a skilled operator, very skilled. Yeah, because you don't want to uh, hurt them. Yep, exactly. And so, you know, that costs 800 to rent that machine. So it's, you know, basically 2000 is is the flat fee okay. and then two, 240 
to the state. Okay. Now, where the real cost comes in is when you take them off site uh -huh. because the recipient sites charge anywhere from 5250 to 6000 per tortoise. Whoa. Yeah, which uh, that's a whole another uh, podcast to, to talk about <laughs> how those prices changed yeah. drastically yeah. in the last few years and yeah. why they did. Um, but really, you know, we get a lot of people that when I get into this conversation and explain it to them, they're like, I got to get into turtle ranch and doing these mitigation mm -hmm. banks. And, and it's like, well, it's not actually that lucrative because of how few you can actually put per acre and you're locking up that acreage yeah. with a conservation easement yeah. either for decades or forever most right. of them long-term right. protected sites are, have an easement on them forever so they're never going to be developed mm -hmm. so if you think about it six grand a tortoise if you can only even if you could get three on that acre you're right. talking 18 grand an acre uh -huh. and you have to maintain that you have to pay all the costs to get that permit to do the habitat yeah. management and reporting every year huh. and uh you know a developer is going to would be willing to pay you more than that so mm -hmm. it's really mm -hmm. from a you know a land investment standpoint you know it's not like, always the best yeah people think oh land. that's uh, that's so I'm crazy i'm gonna make it rich quick yeah, yeah. yeah no. so no. it's it's mostly large large landowners out there that um you know have other sources of, of income and kind of want to keep parts of their land in right. in conservation forever right. and well while we're sitting here talking too i'm thinking of these tortoises and i live out in deep creek mm -hmm. and i wonder if there's any because we have green spaces that are in out there mandatory green spaces <clears throat> and i just kind of wonder i wonder if any turtles are burrowing under there or if you could there was a house being built out there and deep i saw creek? There yeah was, there's no tortoises out no. in deep creek no yeah i say there is because i've seen them uh, there was a house being built on the corner, and there was some kind of a sign about a tortoise being there. And I was thinking, mm -hmm. well, with what you're saying, maybe they could just move the turtle down into that green space, but that may not even be far enough away. But anyway. Um, so now, yeah, you can't move a tortoise off onto the neighboring. We get people saying that a lot. Why can't I just put it on the vacant lot? Well, then yeah. you're putting it on your neighbor's Somebody else, property. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that's why you have to devote that piece of mm -hmm. your own property mm -hmm. as habitat mm -hmm. for them. Well, David, thank you so much for coming on here. Mm -hmm. You've answered some of my questions, some of the confusion about the scrub jays especially, mm -hmm. and um, in the turtles. And um, well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. So everybody, see you next time. I hope this uh, is good information for you. Mm -hmm.